Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Monday to you, man. Hope you're doing well. Hope you that you enjoyed life groups yesterday, that you were in service with us, and if you weren't here in person, that you caught it online. And if you missed it, man, I'd encourage you to go watch it online today or when it gets up this week. Uh, but today is a big day for us because we are beginning a new book of the Bible that we're going to walk through every single day together. I can't wait. And so the book of the Bible that we're going to roll through, uh, drum roll if you want to in your head right now, but I'm not going to do a drum roll. It is First Samuel. First uh, Samuel is going to be the book that we're going to go through. And, and actually, our, our plan is to go through First Samuel, Second Samuel, First Kings, and then Second Kings. So we're going to take four books of the Bible in a row and, and walk through these books every single day. Now, now, this episode is going to be kind of like the preliminary episode leading into tomorrow where we actually walk through the books of the Bible together. Uh, and you might be asking the question, why First Samuel? Why First Samuel? Well, we've come out of the prophets, right? And and the prophets are what we would call prophetic literature, right? Where the prophets are are basically a mouthpiece for God. And they're speaking to the people um, about how they've been covenantly unfaithful. Um, They've been unfaithful to the covenant that God made with them. And so it's very kind of harsh language a lot of times, but it's, it's hopeful language as well. First Samuel is completely different. Second Samuel is completely different, and First Kings and Second Kings are completely different. And you have prophets in these books, right? And we're gonna get to First and Second Kings. You got Elisha and Elijah. You have Samuel. You have all these people like that, right? Um, but but First and Second Samuel and First and Second Kings is what we call a narrative, right? It's biblical narrative, and and really, I guess if you want to be technical, it's historical narrative where we we have the history of what happened in Israel, and we have it in a story form, right? So it's not like where Paul. Is, is writing letters, right? It's not where the, the prophets are preaching. It is literally a story that we're reading. So, so my biggest prayer is that as you're reading this and as we walk through this together, that literally you would just be captivated by the story of God's people. You'd be captivated by the story of what God is doing in and through Israel. Um, I remember when we went through the book of Esther two years ago, or a year and a half ago as a student ministry, uh, how many of you just came up week in after week out and was like, man, it's been so good just walking through this book together. It's been so good just seeing this story unfold. That, that's kind of my prayer for you, that we would see this over the next few weeks and months and however long it takes us to get through these four books of the Bible. Bible, is that you would just realize, you've, you've heard me say before, um, that the Bible's not boring, right? Like if we say the Bible is boring, then we are reading it with absolutely no imagination. Uh, we're just reading it kind of plain. And First and Second Samuel and First and Second Kings prove that. And there are some amazing stories, some amazing things that we're going to see God do in this book and, um, and in these books in the next few weeks. And so t- today's a preliminary episode to, to kind of get us to First Samuel, okay? So let's go through the books of the Bible up until that point and just kind of re-familiarize ourselves and remind ourselves where we've been at the Bible up until this point, okay? So this is going to be fast forward, super fast, uh, just just overlook at like 50,000 feet kind of overview of the Bible, okay? So you have Genesis, right? 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God creates everything. He creates mankind to be in perfect harmony with him. But then you have Genesis chapter three, right? Genesis chapter three happens and sin enters the world. Man rebels against God, right? And so this rebellion happens and, and God is not gonna be distant to his people. God is not going to abandon humanity, but God is going to implement a rescue redemption mission. And he does this in Genesis chapter 12. He finds a man named Abram. Later is going to change his name to Abraham. And God says, Abraham, through you, I'm going to bless all these nations. I'm going to bless every nation of the world. I'm going to make you a new great nation. I'm going to give you and your people a land to dwell in. Abraham, I'm going to do an amazing work through you. And that's in Genesis 12. So then Abraham has Isaac. Isaac has Jacob. Jacob has 12 sons. And the last one is Joseph. He has this son, Joseph. And God uses Joseph to, to bring the people of Israel. Abraham's descendants to Egypt. And then that's when we get to the book of Exodus. And so what happens in the book of Exodus is the people begin to grow like crazy and the Pharaoh puts them into slavery. So, so God's people who are supposed to be, you know, becoming a great nation are going to have a land that they become in bondage and are dwelling in slavery. Uh, about 430 years after slavery, God raises up a man whom we know as Moses to deliver the people out of Egypt. So, so God shows off in front of all of Egypt. He shows off in front of all his people with 10 plagues, right? These 10 amazing plagues. And at the end of the 10th one, Pharaoh finally decides, okay, Moses, you can leave with the people of God. So Moses begins to leave. The people are following him. Pharaoh changes his mind. And at the Red Sea, what happens? God splits open the sea for his people. The people cross through the Red Sea and Pharaoh and his army is drowned in it. And so God has freely delivered his people. And then in the end of the book of Exodus, what happens? The, the people get to Mount Sinai where they receive the law, right? That they receive the law because God did not save them just to go out and live, right? God saved them to live a certain way. God wants his people to live to honor him and the law helps them do that. So, so that's what we see in the end of Exodus. And then, you know, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, we see a further detail of the law in Leviticus. At this point, the people have built the tabernacle to live and, and for have God's presence dwell with them in their midst. This amazing moment happens, right? So then in Numbers, what happens? God is going to bring his people. They have the law now. They're free people. They know how to live. God is going to bring them into the promised land. But as we talked about last week and Wednesday night, the, the people were scared of the people in the land. And so they did not enter the promised land. They, they, they're fearful. And so God says, okay, this generation must die before the new generation comes on into the promised land. So that's the book of Numbers. And then in the book of Deuteronomy, God re-gives the law to the new generation. This new generation is about to enter into the law or enter into the promised land. And so God says, before you do that, let me remind you of the law. And so Deuteronomy is the re-giving of the law. And then what was the books of the Bible? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Did you know we were going to go through all these today? It's good. This is a great reminder, right? So then you have Joshua where the people under new command, Moses is gone. Joshua stepped into command. Joshua is going to lead the people into the promised land. And so they, they take the promised land, they begin to inhabit it, they begin to dwell in it. But but a problem arises in that the people d do not run all the people out of the land. That They do not empty the land of the Canaanites and these other people who worship other gods. And so what, what you see happen in the book of Judges, because Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, is, is the people begin to worship other gods and they fall into this vicious cycle of rebellion against God. 
But, but in the midst of this crazy, vicious cycle, you have the book of Ruth. We're in the book of Ruth. God is going to take a, a woman named Ruth and a man named Boaz, and God is going to unite them together. Boaz is going to redeem Ruth, and their great-great-grandson is going to be this person named David named David, which is right when we get to 1 Samuel. So the people of of God, they've been living rebelliously. They've been living in the land of the judges. God is going to raise up a man named Samuel in the book of 1 Samuel. Shocker, right? And and the people are going to desire a king. And so that's kind of where we've been at in the Bible getting up to this point. That is the Bible in review of Joshua or Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, right there. Okay. That was a lot of information. You might need to listen to this passage or this episode a couple times again in review to kind of catch up on that but it's important to know where we've been in God's word when we get to first and second Samuel and first and second Kings because the people of God they're living in Canaan they're living in the land but they're going to ask for a king and we're going to see who these kings are and we're going to see the story of God's people and ultimately it's going to point us to Jesus because the kings simply don't work out even David has his shortcomings even David has places where he falls short and what these books are going to leave us with is it's going to leave us with a longing to see a better king. It's going to leave us with a longing to see the true king of Israel emerge, and we know that to be Jesus. And so hope this review was helpful for you as we reviewed the first, what, eight books of the Bible. Maybe you need to listen to that again as I went through that super fast. Um, but man, I hope that encourages you and gets you ready for us to begin to walk through the book of 1 Samuel tomorrow. Man, I love you. Thankful for you and walking through this journey with us. Sorry this episode was a little longer, uh, but can't wait to see you tomorrow night at student night and tomorrow, or, or Wednesday night at student night and tomorrow as we walk through the book of 1 Samuel. Samuel together. I love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.